get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Yeah, Yeah, you and your goddamn earphones, headphones that are still so off kilter. You can't spend $20 to buy yourself a new pair that doesn't sit on your head sideways. I ordered a pair of Beats. Um... For like thirty-three dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently they're coming from China and uh, it says they've been shipping for three weeks now. So huh. well, like actually a- I no, heard about that. You're not gonna get those, by the way. <laughs> they might have been looted in the uh in the rioting anyway. I heard like Amazon trucks are getting rooted, looted. And- uh, it's this a company called like wish.com. And Is I it bought- make a wish? Because I have a joke uh, about know. make a I wish actually, for this upcoming slow deck episode. I was on uh, wish.com today to look at uh, beer chugging devices. And it said 33-day delivery. Uh, is that the new Alibaba? Is that like replace Alibaba? Uh, oh, I don't know, but I got a fantastic deal <laughs> on a garden hose. It'll like take normally, 33 days to get here? <laughs> I, I haven't gotten it yet, but normally the 50-footers are like $60. Who wants to spend $60 on a fucking garden hose? Is that you, like one you of those, can find something else to beat uh, beat your son with. You don't need that. It's like hose. one of those hoses that kind of compresses to, you know, like the magic hoses or whatever. Oh, yeah. But those I've been waiting work. for... Well, yeah, they I've do. I had one. It's fine. I don't, I, don't yeah. I don't know. I feel like the ones I've had before, like always, it, it always like something craps out, they tangle up or something goes wrong. I'm like the guy on the infomercial... That's like this is designed for the people that have problems with typical hoses that are tripping over them, squirting themselves. You're in the like face. this. You're like looking at it. Oh, it's like Why? looking at a shotgun. Something's in here. Bah, my eye. <laughs> so I'm that guy, except I get the product that's supposed to solve that problem, and then just has even worse problems with it. So my we'll uh, coworker was dating a German guy, just a, a real idiot, and he uh, apparently was out in their garden, water in the garden. And uh, hose stopped working. I'm just like, what the heck? Hose isn't working. So he goes back in the house. He's like, we got to take the hose back. It's not working. <laughs> she, she walks outside. She's like, there's a kink in it right here. Opens it up. He's like, what? <laughs> totally blew his mind. Totally blew his mind. Well, if we have time for a quick guard uh, hose story. Well, I hold got on. Let me, yeah, we have time for anything. It's our podcast. So let me welcome people in. Should we? Okay. Welcome to Bravo and Beer episode three. Uh, we're going to get into just ample amounts of gardening and hose stories. Don't you worry. I know people are really tuning in for that. Uh, but I do want to tell you this podcast, we're going to talk about Stasi Schroeder getting canned, even though I think I'm the only person who really knows about her and watch Vanderpump Rules. But we're going to talk about her getting canned. We're going to talk about Below Deck episode two, which I can't really the hell they really episode. It. it was much better than episode one, mostly because Lara is a psychopath. Such a bitch. As such a horrible person. And then we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiance the other way. That's So that's our episode today. And now, but, but without further ado, are we starting with our Bravo beer bong now or after this riveting hose story? I think we should start after. I'll just get this out of the way really All quick. Right. Really quick. <laughs> so since we're talking about hoses, I've like the, the spigot in the front yard always leaks when I have the hose attached to it. So I went and I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to, uh, I like pulled it out, but it, it always like everything on YouTube says, Oh, make sure you turn off the water first. I'm like, ah, that doesn't seem necessary. Common sense would tell you turn off the water. I pull out, I pull out the spigot 
and I'm like, oh fuck. I hear like water gushing in my basement. So I like run downstairs and and uh I turn off the water. I'm like, oh god damn it, I guess I should have turned off the water. So then I, I go get a new I go to like Home Depot to look for a whole new thing and it's like sixty dollars. I'm like, that seems unnecessary. I don't really feel like spending sixty dollars so my hose doesn't leak too much. So I put the old one back in you know, screw it back into the pipe and it's all, you know, it's not leaking or anything anymore. And then I'm listening to this radio show and they're talking about the dumbest people who um, like hire contractors for jobs that they didn't need contractors for. And this guy on the radio is telling him about like his friend hired a plumber to come out and, and fix the exact same situation that I had. And he's, and he's like, so the plumber comes out to his house and he, he looks at it and he, turns the hose a little bit tighter and then he, he looks at the guy he's like all right well don't worry about it i'm just gonna leave and, and the guy felt like a complete asshole because he's an idiot he just didn't tighten the hose i'm like huh so I did wonder- you call the radio show and ask for the plumber's <laughs> number i'm like i wonder if i have not tightened the hose enough so i tighten it a little bit more a little bit more lo and behold uh... it's fine you no are at all for so, now. For you now. really bring the intellectual heft to this program. That's what I like. Oh, so I, I had a flooded basement for like three days that I had to like. There was so much because water. you didn't tighten the hose enough. Well, because I also didn't turn off the water before I. God, your your water bill is going to be phenomenal. Idiot! Yeah, oh, so. God. But anyway, so that's my quick host story. And who doesn't have a good host story? You know. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. The host stories are truly magnificent. I don't have any particularly myself, but uh, now that the uh, the COVID's calming down, you can you're gonna kill at dinner parties with that host story. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. I people haven't been to be, a good dinner party in a while. Rico's gonna go to dinner parties and people are gonna write their congressmen to ask that the lockdowns be reimposed. Please, you don't know I what I have to deal with with this that. guy. He's he's an imbecile. <laughs> all right. Unlike last that. time, I'm hopefully not gonna get this to spill all over me as I try to do it. I'll be doing well, a I, nice uh course light. Chug, just chugging a course light. No ah, it's coming out the top. Oh, I'm fucked. I, I oh, forgot to seal it. <laughs> I thought I did. God. I thought it was sealed. Can we get a, a college oh. student to show these guys how to work a beer bone? Oh, oh my god, is, it's everywhere. It's on my. It's on the carpet. It's on my pants. It's on the floor. And you know what the beer bong has? It has a hose at the end of the funnel, Odie. Oh, full circle. I now have, I now have a hose. Did we write this script ahead of time? I don't know. You be the judge. Oh, it's all over my leg. I'm gonna have to pause it. All right, ready? Let's let's do this goddamn thing. Hold on. Let me now let me open it and hopefully. Here we go. Ah. Uh, you know what? Still went better than last time. Still better than last time somehow. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Talk amongst yourselves as I get a towel oh, to God. mop up. I know what he's going to throw up. You went, you went was, too quick. Uh, I still had foam in here. Oh, man. That was I was not even a little bit enjoyable. Oh, wow. Mine actually was great. You know why? Because all the foam spilled out on all over my legs and floor and carpet and the seat I'm in. So. That's really where that came in. Well, it's probably been a good, oh God, I want to say 12 years since I've chugged the Coors Light, at least. What have oh, you been uh, chugging uh, instead? Just, just gobs of just human feces and 
God, I gotta, I gotta mop this up real quick. I'm this is I'm like Jesus. getting shit all over my floor now. My feet are dirty. Apparently, I found that out because now the uh, beer on the floor is making my dirty feet into. If like, we can't sort of clean mud. this uh, beer chugging up, then we're gonna have to cut it out of the episode. This is, this we're is we're gonna we're we're working out the kinks, Sony. People don't tune in for this. Do they well, tune well, in? I don't at know all. What they do tune in. Well, I was like, well, I get a towel. Brian and I were going over the download numbers before you got here, Rico. And let me tell you, there's a lot of people listening. <laughs> fake news if I've ever heard it before. What are you drinking there, Rico? Oh, God, I almost knocked me over. So I, my summer diabetes recipe. I got a little bit of uh, vodka, a, li- a little bit of Simply Lemonade Light, Odie. I, I saw it at Target today, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot less sugar. And uh, a dash of gravy. Right. There we so go. Like I'm the, all the lemonade, I'm all better. lemonade doesn't have a, a crunch to it when you drink it. It's just uh Yeah, it's it's kinda the lemonade's kinda disgusting actually. But you know, I'm not trying to get fat here. I'm tr- trying to keep in shape. I, I, I had to start drinking early today and I'm like, well, I got a podcast where I gotta talk about reality shows for an hour, so I can't just be going into that sober. Nah, well, I am. Oh no! I I, I definitely uh, I chugged like some nice sucker. sakura sakura cask whiskey from Japan. It's nice, good little cherry blossom finish on the end. Is that the mm. same whiskey that uh, Bill Murray was pimping in that movie where he was in Japan? What movie was uh, that? I don't know. Oh yeah, Lost uh, in Translation. Never yes, watched it, movie. but I do know the title. Movie. It is a great movie. It's the only movie I don't hate Scarlett Johansson in. Can't stand her. Hmm. Can't stand you, Costanza. Yeah, I, just, I, don't I don't know, know what your problem with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, here's my, here's my problem. Here's my problem with Scarlett Johansson. Every role, she got it up. People somehow think she's a good actress. No, she's not. She just says she's like, "Hey, I'm Scarlett. Hey, what can I do? Am I what am I, ever, am I shooting? Am I shooting some guns at some aliens? Okay, <laughs> what am I? Am I? What am I in this movie? Oh, okay, now I'm super intelligent. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm super smart, but it doesn't make me act any better. Are you saying Is anybody not like looking the, at my tits? You know what you sound like? You sound like Ace Ventura when he's doing like, or um, not Ace Ventura. Kim Carrey when he was in, in Living Color and he did that like trans oh, the big oh, God. The Milo. Oh, my God, you're right. You sound exactly <laughs> like him. I don't know why I know that name. but Wow, that was really pulling it out of your ass there. That I don't know like how Ace to Ventura. untrue a hose, but I know Venus <laughs> the Milo. <laughs> God damn, that's an old reference. Uh, uh, okay, so let's get into the show proper then. I just, I just real fast, five minutes, going to talk about Stasi getting fired from Vanderpump Rules. So Vanderpump's a show I'd watched with my wife for many years. Then I got sick of it and stopped watching. But I had to come back and take a look just because Stasi Schroeder. What is got it fired. about? Because I mean, it's, I'm it's sure our listeners know what it's about, but I have no idea. I've never yeah, I'll it. sum it up in 30 seconds because everybody out there is rolling their uh, rolling their eyes and deleting the podcast because you just said that. So <laughs> basically, it follows Lisa Vanderpump, who who used to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then quit the show last season. But she has her own show. She finally quit. She finally quit the show. Yeah, she she was like, enough of this, enough of these clowns. So she quit. But she's got Vanderpump Rules, which is about her restaurants and the people working at them. So it started off with Sir, which is stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant, possibly mm. the fucking stupidest name for a restaurant I, ever. And it's the tackiest interior. I went there to eat with Sandy twice. It's all purple lighting. Why she went back? Yeah, that's what I was she went say. back. She went this there is because so it's, bad. It actually is not time. that expensive, though. Shockingly, not that expensive. 
And so we had, a, yeah, it's like the food's fine, you know. So you go there though to see the people on the show, which Sandy was hugely into the show. So I did it was like a Christmas present. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. No <laughs> ring for you, but here's a thirty dollars steak, and you might see somebody you recognize. <laughs> so anyway, we go to the restaurant, and uh, and we do see Peter, who's on the show. He's the manager. He was there. But uh, anyway, let's see here. There. So anyway, it's, it takes place around Sir and, and this other restaurant, Pump. And it's all about these people, this group of bartenders and wait staff that just have been fucking and fighting and fucking each other over and shit talking and, you know, allying against each other, becoming best friends, then becoming worst enemies, all this shit. It, it cycles around and I got sick of watching. So Stasi was on the show. She was a blonde chick that dated this guy named Jax, who was like a male model bartender. Jax oh. also fucked everybody including her best friend at the time, uh, Kristen Doty, who also just got kicked off the show and is complicit in what we're going to talk about. So, and Jack's also fucked Faith, who is the girl that they called the cops on, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Does Jack spell his name J-A-X? He does spell his name J-A-X. That's how you know he's And he looks exactly a like a guy that <laughs> would call himself Jax. Like, he's just like kind of big, good looking, but a total doofus. Uh, for those of you wondering out there, Kinda my like favorite, me, actually, yeah, he is. He is a lot like you, actually. I don't know about good looking, ex- except vastly more successful and quick witted. <laughs> and also, he's music. He uh, can play music. He can't have it all. Yeah, but Tom Sandoval, best guy on the show. And uh, long story short, Stassi was on the show, left, got fired from the show, came back, never worked at the restaurant, but somehow weaseled her way back onto the show despite not working there anymore. And um, was just a, she's just a real snooty little pain in the ass. Like she's just a real piece of shit in my opinion. And she's got an odd fan base and I don't know why, because she's just the worst. She's most known for every birthday she has. She has a big party, which she then cries at, throws a shit fit and tells everybody that it's her birthday and they need to do what she wants, which of course is endearing to everybody. (laughs) So yeah, she's a piece of shit. So I'm just happy to say that she got fired along with Kristen, the girl, the girl who sucks, and this little weasel-faced monster named Max, who is like, I don't know, five foot six, looks like uh, looks like a shaved ferret, and somehow has banged his way through the entire restaurant chain. Like not just one restaurant, like all the restaurants, banging all the chicks. Literally, it makes no sense. I went into the wrong profession. I should have yeah. been. He should have been a. uh, (laughs) He's a manager. He's the manager too. You're not supposed to bang your employees as the manager and probably roofie them because I don't know how else he's getting laid. As our favorite establishment in LA, that guy goes through all the the bartenders. So, oh my God, yeah, they don't know nobody. (laughs) And he he should not be. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Our our favorite establishment in LA. We're not, not. I won't say the name of the bar, but. We've been there for years. The manager is a, I'd say, literally five foot two inch tall, uh, five foot two, little Hispanic man who's like stocky and he's not like ugly. He just looks kind of like an Oompa Loompa, got all <laughs> grown up. And he has, yeah, he has banged right every girl, like every hot bartender that goes in there, despite the fact that he's missing part of his finger. And maybe that's part of his magic. Maybe he gives the greatest little finger banging with that little nub that you've ever experienced. I don't know how he does it, but it's magic. Anyway, this guy, Max, screw him. So he's gone too. And this other Cro-Magnon, it looks like a Cro-Magnon man uh, and a model had a baby and made a Cro-Magnon model baby. And he's also fired. So anyway, but Stasi got fired. I've been talking for a while. Odie, why don't you fill the people in on why Stasi and Kristen got fired? 
Well, okay. Why don't I fill them in? Because I know the story so well. It's it's great. Um, well, I sent it to you today. You have it. I mean, apparently, I mean, from my from what I remember, and uh, you know, I'm not going to read this article here, but uh, they called the police on a African American woman who I don't know how they knew her. So or, it works there. Was, yeah, she worked there. Her she name she was, worked there too, and her name was saw, Faith. And here's the best. This is what I was talking about earlier. So again, to reiterate, Jax, the guy who looks like he sounds, Jax was dating Stasi, then. Jax banged Kristen, Stasi's best friend at the time, and they both lied to Stasi about it. The truth came out later, though. And then later on, Jax also banged Faith. And I can't remember. Oh, Jack and cheated on his current girlfriend or current wife to bang this black girl Faith. So was this a uh, a racism thing, you think, or just people hating each other and being horrible human beings? Well, being racist, obviously, is being horrible as well, but I'm just trying to get to sort this out rico uh your enlightened opinion yeah so it just sounds like they're assholes <laughs> and this isn't new information so it seems weird that it just they got fired for it now like they they admitted this on a podcast right in 2015 yeah, yeah but way back when i maybe I, I think maybe it was because i mean it's got to be tied in it would not to get deep into politics or anything so we don't want to on the show but it's got to be tied in just with the current state of affairs i think everybody's re-examining the racist past like beverly housewives of new york just went on hiatus as did i think beverly hills or oc and sandy uh, my wife was like i don't know if they're pausing it to like go back and make sure nobody said any racist shit they're gonna get in trouble for or they're just mm. doing it because of covid like kind of stopped the editing process but i don't know man I, it, it certainly is fucked up, though. Like, I, I could see it being racist, and then they see a black chick that uh, is apparently, like, Faith's pretty dark black-skinned, and this girl is fairly light-skinned with a bunch of tattoos, and they're like, oh, this is definitely her, and then call the cops, tell her to go to go to her house or whatever it is, and, and literally report her to the police, which is, like, fucked up, because you think about what could happen, you know? Yeah. You look at like, less confrontation. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit, she that could not a head or shot, kicked in the door and shoot. I mean, who knows? But it's still fucked up to call the cops so in any way regardless. They never got in trouble it's, it's horrible. for filing, making I, up police reports? I guess not. They could just be like, oh, we really thought it was her. It's and Kristen like they, also tweeted to say that it was her, like tweeted that this chick was robbing people. And so why did? Well, I guess I was going to say, why did they not like her? But uh, who, that, that's going too deep in the weeds on this. Well, again, the whole, the whole banging the guy that they both banged thing, I guess. You know why? Why did like the that. why ladies did the second don't. girl not like her? Because she banged Jax while he was with the first girl, so she yeah. doesn't have reason to hate know. the third girl. Well, weird. She oddly also, enough, uh, these so Stasi and that girl Kristen, they were like enemies after the chick banged Jax for good reason, and then they became friends again because everybody hated Stasi. So then everybody also hated Kristen, who's a fucking psychopath, by the way. And she also looks like you know that painting, the scream, where the guy's just like ah. That's what this chick Kristen looks like all the time. She just her face just looks like she's constantly melting and yelling. It's horrible. Right, well, so she's a pain in the ass. She's always mean. She's always crazy and uh, and always making derp faces. And so I think she she allied with Stasi again after everybody turned on them. All right. Well, we've gone on way too long on this. So speaking of psychopaths, how about Laura? 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 Lara. Lana. Lana? No one knows her name. I know. They're always like, at half the episode is them going, is it Laura? Is it, La is it Lena? Is it Leah? 
she cannot like be real right i mean no one it's, in their right mind would talk to their boss like that no well, there's no way there's can no I offer i mean i think that hana anna hana h is silent sometimes when laura is saying it but i think she's a horrible horrible manager I mean, not, not, to for, not to forgive Laura's behavior, which is ridiculous, but I mean, Hana, she's, she's horrible. She's making lists saying, do this. You know, this is what yeah. you're going to do throughout the day. Then she'll just come in and say, hey, by the way, yeah, stop doing that, you idiot. Come do this over here. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. But I mean, if this chick, look, on these boats, right, you're, at, you're basically working at the whim of these high paying guests anyway. So whatever they want, like, okay, you might be ironing sheets right now, but if the guests are like, hey, we want to go do this. We want this party. We want, the, you know, whatever it is, you're on command. So if this chick was a head, a chief stew on these other boats, she should know how it rolls. You can't like, but you I, have to be adaptable and not be like, okay, well, you see, this is on the whiteboard. And I now, now I do something else. What? That's, that's not why she's, her responsibilities are changing though. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like her responsibilities are changing because Hannah wants to fuck with her. Like well, when she's like, oh, that. yeah, you know how you're getting up at 630 tomorrow? Actually, it's six. Yeah. Or whatever. It's just like yeah. she's trying to fuck with her and Lara is being just terrible. Like, I can't believe she hasn't been fired yet. Well, telling your boss, like, if, nah, I'm good. Like, if you're Hana, yeah, if you're Hana, aren't you automatically going to be like, all right, I need to, I need to like, <laughs> I need to have her respect my authority. And that's why she's changing things around, like intentionally to fuck with her and be like, all right, look, I'm the boss. I said you're doing this. Guess what? Now you're doing that. Don't give me shit. You just do what I say. Like that's her like re uh, reestablishing her dominant position. Well, you know what they she need should, to she do? She should start peeing on shit all over the boat. What they need to do is start having a, a fine system like they do like, you know, in baseball, they have that yeah. kangaroo court shit where like if someone violates the rules of the clubhouse, you're like, all right, you're fined a thousand dollars, whatever. You just start taking it out of their tips and they got right. tipped. Pretty nicely by those people. Well, they did. And also, that's where, like, the captain... Yeah, if you're the captain, you could definitely dock people those tips. Because mm-hmm. she's the one that controls it. If you know a chick's doing less, you could totally dock her. And also, did you see Lara count? And this is why I think she has to be a plant. Because she's just too over the top. See you next Tuesday. She was counting the tips, like, in the... Like, she got him and she's like, let me make sure Captain didn't fuck me over. And it's like counting yeah. the tips in front of her. I was like, why are you... I don't count I don't count money from my grandpa when he gives it to me on Christmas back when he was alive. <laughs> like, how much did you say you gave me, Grandpa? Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. Let me, uh, let me make sure you're not hours. lying. Yeah, you're shorting me. Yeah, so about, about the tips, I did a little, a little bit of research here, read a few articles, but... And it's, contra- it's contradictory if the captain actually gets any of the tips... And I didn't know, I couldn't tell if Captain Sandy, I could go back and rewatch, but I did, if she got any of the tips. I've never seen them take any. That they do take some of the tips from the previous episode, previous season. I'm trying to think of the other captain. Well, actually, I think they do. I think they did take. So the guy, the guy I think tipped the whole, you know, he gave them, what, 18,000 euros, right? Yeah. It's more than a dollar. A euro, one dollar, one euro is greater than one dollar. Correct. And they said the equivalent was like basically sixteen hundred seventy dollars. So last you, episode, Brian was wrong when he said all we needed was like ten thousand dollars in tips to to get a yacht. Right? I said twenty thousand dollars. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. we'll listen to the tape again. Wasn't it the But they only show about eight people, and I know there's other people working. But yeah, I was the hidden engineer that nobody wants to see because all engineers are ugly. Yeah, so I was wondering if they all actually got equal shares. 
or you know how that works but it's not really that important. i would think well probably the engineers and the first de- you know the first mate or whatever probably the first mate does get a portion of the tips i'm guessing i think the engineer probably doesn't because they're not interacting with the crew usually that's the thing that you interact with people but they but they're also probably getting paid way more than anybody else like an engineer on the boat's got to be getting paid way more because they're responsible for everything if the boat breaks down. Like they have to take care of everything top to bottom, the kitchen, even like they're fixing fans and burners and mm-hmm. stuff. So, so uh, I think just to kind of, I don't know how much more you want to talk about Laura, but I don't know how we didn't take a bet on this last week uh, over under total episodes until she gets fired. That would have been a good, I mean, I, at this point though, we should have done it last week. Cause I think she's yeah. gone as of next episode. I can't see. I her don't, being I don't either based on the footage they're showing. Yeah. That's they kind of give it away. Well, yeah. what's weird. Listen, listen, here's what's strange. Maybe you're right. Cause I was looking at like, excuse me, Laura is doing all these like interviews, right? It's Laura, it's Hannah and like Malia. But I'm like, why isn't the unit doing any recap interviews? He gets he gets canned. I bet the unit oh, gets canned. Oh, interesting! Right. But he's doing such a good job. He, him, and uh, his buddy Alex just made that boat trip for that. You mean day. Chubby Bear? Yeah, Chubby <laughs> Bear. <laughs> chubby Wubby. Well, okay, hold on, wait. But the, I want to get ahead of ourselves but the here. Unit, the unit was butting heads. With, well, hold uh, on, wait. Before we go to the unit, I just have to go back real quick because I one more thing about Lara is that, and this will segue perfectly into the unit. But Laura, this this line where she sits down with Hannah, right? And and Laura goes, the more you piss me off, the less I work. You make me feel so uncomfortable, I can't remember. Get your shit together and be nice. I, I was so mad. I started 30 minutes late. Bye-bye, Hannah. I mean, she's got a mental illness. Like, you can't it talk happened, like that. It happened so many times, I can't even remember. It was, yeah. oh, it was so over the top. <laughs> Like, I'm like, this This can't be real. I mean, there's no one in their right mind would ever talk to their boss. Professional wrestling doesn't have heels <laughs> with this brazen of the performances. Stone Cold had more respect for Vince McMahon. Than <laughs> Lara's going to jump off the top, top deck and just fucking <laughs> elbow drop hand on the top of the head next episode. That was, that that was amazing. Can we, can we arrange that? Maybe? Yeah. That would be awesome. But, okay, this segue into, into the unit. Uh why is Lara still? Why is Lara still into the unit? Like he hit on her again and again. She was like into it. Mm. Well, I think we've. I mean, it's clear that Lara is not. I think she's into attention. She's into uh, making everything centered around her. So, of course, why would she not be into it? You know, she's. Is I she guess. really into it? Into it, or just you know, getting that going back and forth? Which I mean. I think we made we did place a bet last time about how many you know sexual encounters or blowjobs. Yeah, provable blowjobs. blowjobs. I, I forget. I forget what I even what I even uh, came down on that. But I think I'm you leaning said more, six, which I think is way too. Hard. I think I'm way under that. I think I'm I like, don't I think, think he said six provable blowjobs. He said six encounters. <laughs> I think I'm six under provable blowjobs. I think I'm under two made. now. This cast just doesn't have the. I don't yeah. think it has the dynamic to have that many, but. I, well, hey, we might not. I mean, here's what might happen, though, is that they can half the crew and that we get, you know, three sexual, sexually pervasive horn dogs jump mm-hmm. on the boat. I mean, like I said, Hannah's, Hannah's one to, uh, she's one to jump on it. She's the worst. Doesn't seem like it from what we've seen this season. From other seasons, man. From other seasons. Um, oh, by the way, did you like this? Did you like when Pete, the unit, is like talking in the, in a, in the bunk with the other guy? And he's like, oh, you want to say hi to my dog? And it's like (laughs) ashes on a keychain. And the other guy's like, cool. It's like, how's this guy a person? He's like, I am a human that has a baby. And I am called the unit. And this is my dog's ashes I carry everywhere. 
Yeah, that I was a little weird. That, is he I, from I, New Jersey? I guarantee you he's from New Jersey. If uh, No, he's from Florida. Oh, okay. That's, That's basically New Jersey, Jersey that moved to Florida. <laughs> the Whatever. Jersey of the same South. Thing. Um, actually, I think Rob is uh, growing on me as far as being interesting. One, he used to drive drugs to the airport. <laughs> yes, yes. That was interesting. He's like, well, you, you don't know what it is, but I mean, obviously. It's yeah, old, old deep asshole Rob transporting <laughs> things to the airport in secret compartments. And then he had that Buffalo drink game, which I've never heard of, but I uh, like it. What's, what was the Buffalo drink? Well, also, so, also sad story about the alcoholic mother dying. Yeah, yeah, that was not, that was not fun, but uh, I thought it would be good because Rob can get people who are staying on the boat longer than they needed to just leave immediately just by telling them that story. They'll be like, okay, <laughs> well, we'll see you later. Thank you. So, so the Buffalo game apparently is if you're holding a beer in your left hand and mm. someone yells Buffalo, you got to chug it. I don't yeah. know why. So I'm like, oh, that's a good little game to mm. game to play. I like you know, it. I also always carry the beer in my left hand. I'm right-handed, really? but I always drink. I with always my left. do too, in case you know somebody attacks. I got to be got to be ready. <laughs> yeah, or you <laughs> need to masturbate in the bathroom. <laughs> you don't want to spill your beer. I, I really don't know what hand. I think I hold. A, I'm a righty. I think. With, I, are I, you talking about masturbating right now, or drinking? drinking right now, I think all hand. around. That's my, wow, that's my drinking hand. I'm a lefty. Yeah, lefty. weird. Rico with the right hand drinking. That's so strange. Drinking out of a souvenir Cleveland Indians uh, cup, take-home cup, and a, a, but, a, but a metal straw. Yeah. Glass yeah. and ass together in one. <laughs> so when was this episode recorded, do you think? Because they were playing the, uh, the ice game, which was big like what? I don't know, right? 2015, 2014? What I year is this? It had to have been within the last year. Oh, they didn't record game? this in 2014. They they played the Smirnoff Ice game. These rich, yeah. yeah I don't oh. know. Maybe this guy is like, maybe he was like a real nerd, and he didn't. He became rich and powerful, and got to work out and and you know start hanging out with more interesting people after Smirnoff Ice phase, or right as it came into being. So he's behind us, like Iran. Wait, um, speaking <laughs> of the guests on this boat, weird dynamic. Guy there taking his sister for 29th birthday. A couple of their friends there. I don't, didn't seem like she had a, a boyfriend there or any, anything, but she's walking around with her tits out. Kind of strange with your brother right there. I don't know. Hmm. Not topless, though. But she, she said she's like, oh, me and my big fake titties got to go. So, I mean, yeah. she's got big fake titties. Maybe that was it, her birthday gift. It didn't seem like there was any sexual dynamic between anyone there. Um, no, it didn't. It did not weird. at all. Uh, the one girl I noticed, I don't know if it was a birthday girl, had awful body tattoos. Just off. <laughs> like, I mean, get those removed for her birthday. But uh, yeah, the, 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 the cast. You get me for my birthday. Painful laser tattoo <laughs> removal. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah, those people weren't very interesting. No, they were very boring. I and, mean, and also, they're playing rock, paper, scissors as a drinking game. That seemed pretty dumb, too. No imagination. Ridiculous. Zero. Zero. Not that I haven't guy... done, I've done that many times, but seriously. You can oh, think it's about awful. It. It's like this guy's an entrepreneur with all this money. I, doing what? What, what? was your, what was your big idea? Yeah. <laughs> what was your big idea, rock, paper, scissors, drinking game guy? I'm dying to know what it is. Lay it on me. <laughs> He's like, I use all my good ideas for my business. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you could have played beer pong or fucking. Anything. Can't, can't be wasting God. brain power on Anything. drinking games. Got to save it. Ridiculous, man. 
yeah, right. Was there anything old. else that interesting happened in this episode? Uh, yeah, I had some. I, I wanted to yell at Captain Sandy that she doesn't need to pull her baseball cap down to her nose. I did not notice that. Was that she, early in the episode? Oh, God, yeah, man. She, her, she was, her hat was down so far, it was like riding the bridge of her nose. And I, <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> I just couldn't help thinking. I was like, the Make-A-Wish Foundation gave this little girl a yacht to drive. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that God. bad looking. So uh, there was one other thing I want to talk about as, and speaking to a former cook, a gourmet cook, such as yourself, um, it seems like Kiko is always late with the food, but it also seems like he has a shitload of work to do. How is he making all these meals himself when no one else is doing anything? It's hard. Like that. I, I honestly am very impressed with these people that can do that on this boat for like that many people. Because you know, these people are complaining all the time, but you're making breakfast. Basically, he's probably up at 5.30 a.m. prepping for breakfast, right? And the thing is, you don't know what they're going to order. So you kind of prep certain things. Like you get bacon ready, you get potatoes, potatoes ready, and you make eggs and stuff as, uh, to order. But then the lunch, like he's got a menu in mind, but he's got to start prepping all that shit hours in advance. And why, then... Why wouldn't you hang, hang a little... They also mix up their the schedule. And say, hey... Tell us what you want for breakfast tomorrow. You know, check, they, like you're in a hospital might. or something. Or, yeah, they know. might do that. But it's also like, you know, when are they going to get up? And you can't always depend on these people to, to sit down at the right time. So, and and I, he had it right, though, too. It's like these people are going to bitch, but he's like, if it's really good, they're still going to like it. You know, if you wait an extra 40 minutes to eat it, and it's awesome, you're going to be more happy with that than like a rushed out shitty meal. So I, he, he I have no right. idea how he, he gets all that stuff done. Like for dinner that last night, he made steak. Yep. He had a, some kind of appetizer. Then he made a cake. Yeah, the cake, the cake looked awesome. And the cake goddamn dumbasses that are serving it can't even set out a steak knife. I know. Oh, I know. You love that? Yeah. Sand, Captain Sandy's like, the steak's a little tough. And then she's like, never mind. I was using a butter knife, which also, how intelligent is your captain? I get actually, Kiko, I it's a wish perfectly. I thought she was joking. No, she was, she was not joking. Oh, she, was, no. she was seriously like, this steak's very tough. It's like, look at the bottom of the knife you're using. God. How do you not know as a butter knife? <laughs> Generally, they have different handles. Like most good steak knives they, have a little wood in them. Right? Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the wood, the wood tip maybe gets gungy out in the, in the sea air. Gungy. The word of the day. Gungy. Um, and then I also want to talk about Kiko. I liked uh, he couldn't think of the name. I didn't even, he was trying to think of the name for garbage disposal. I don't know mas- what the fuck he Masturbator? Was. Yeah, he's like the, ma- <laughs> the masturbator, the <laughs> masturbator. And it's like, don't, I hope you don't masturbate with that. <laughs> so I get rid of all my food. <laughs> Jerk off on it. Case. Yeah. Um, other thing, couple. Well, I had like two more notes uh, that Pete again. Pete, the unit, biggest jerk off ever. Like Malia's sitting in the crew cabin with all of them, and Malia, by the way, it's pretty sexy with the take charge uh, attitude. Talking Pete, like, hey, get your shit in line, Pete. I'm in charge here. But Pete's jerking off out the portal after that. Sexy stuff. But also, Pete. When they're all sitting in like the galley hanging out, and Pete's like, Roses are red, violets are oh, yeah. My bus driver's titties are bigger than you. And I, I thought that was Alex. No, Alex had another similarly stupid one, but uh, Pete's was really took the cake with the, uh, the titties. Oh, okay. And then my last. Uh, oh, I said, oh, after Malia mm-hmm. put Pete in his place, then she cries after the captain complimented her. Weak. Put her out to very out weak. Pasture. Very weak. You can't be doing that. Can't we're be crying, showing weakness. Crying like that. and hiding and come on, come on. Awful. You can't, you can't do that. 
fucking Wait, awful. who was crying, Heidi? I was doing dishes while I was Malia right, was... Right before the tips were given out, Captain Sandy was like, Malia, you killed it. Great job. And she's like, I can't tell you. <laughs> Niagara Falls, Frankie Jr. Niagara Falls. Yeah, shows weakness. Terrible. Um, other open, other note, Rob is seeing someone in an open relationship, which, of course, those always work out when you're on a boat for eight months. And, <laughs> no, uh, and, you, have, and you have such a memorable personality like fucking Rob does. I liked how he summed it up, though. I don't know what, the, but I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. I don't know. It reminds me of our uh, Australian friend, Rob. He's a South African, so they're basically the same. Say, yeah, similar but different. <laughs> Who, yeah. It's also in an open relationship and couldn't figure out why him having sex South with South Africa, girl. Australia. And the relationship. Same. Yeah, same thing. Shocking turn of events. <laughs> and then what? last, last note is that uh, if Lara does in fact get, po- get fired, the unit will be very sad. And we'll have to fly his boner flag at half mast. Well, there was a little uh, preview for next week with the other the other chick. What's her name? With the uh, the big Hannah? knockers. Jess, oh, no. Jess. Yeah, Jess, Jess was barely in this episode. She there was a little bit there. She was uh, you know she couldn't find the uh, stuff in the kitchen. Couldn't find the knives. Couldn't oh, find the oh, steak knives. That way, was her I, big screw up. Yeah, I am on team. <laughs> Can't find the steak knives. Just pretend you don't need. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on team Hooters. Jess with with. Uh, the galley, by the way, or, or the pantry there. She was like, Hannah was like, pantry, giving her yeah, shit. Yeah, Cause yeah. she's like, she's like, you don't know what a pantry is. And I'm like, well, in America, Jess is right. Like pantry is like a closet that yeah. you keep dry goods in. Like that's what mm-hmm. every American thinks pantry. It's like a walk. Like, I know what a pantry is, but what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, she's like, this is the pantry. This is the pantry. It's like, this is called the kitchen. <laughs> this is the kitchen. Those are called uh, cabinets in the kitchen. That's what we call them. You say on the uh, the right side, you're facing the sink, right side of the kitchen, cabinet right there. Yeah, it's exactly. Go past Kiko, go past masturbating Kiko, and reach into the cabinet. Okay, yeah. That's so why this- he's always late for dinner. <laughs> By the food, he's got he's to rub cr- one out. It's a chronic <laughs> masturbator, but a fantastic chef. That's why, yeah, that's why he's working on a yacht and not in a five-star restaurant. His one flaw. His <laughs> one flaw in his resume. He's like, I can't stop jerking off on cooking. He was like Ratatouille, but his rat was just a fucking pervert. He's like, I don't want to be doing this. Stop it. <laughs> masturbating in the chowder nonstop. Uh, it was the rat. It was the rat. Okay. Um, 90 day the other way. 90 day. Oh, 90 day the other way. I got a question. Are, are we a week behind? Or no, 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 we're not. It we're said this season two, right? That's what I was telling. That's what I was telling Brian. I think the first, because I didn't watch the first two episodes, but apparently the first episode was a two parter. Yeah, oh, wait, are second- we on episode three? What fucking episode are we no, on? No, no. There's only I- two episodes out there. I swear to God, the second episode, but unless maybe it came out today or tonight. I don't know. I only watched the first episode, which about which had, hold on, I'll list them. Jenny and Summit, the most. Okay, wait, hold That's on. That's all we need we're, to talk about. Were they Jenny on season <laughs> they, one of no, the other they were one? On, they were on, not the other one. They were on just a 90 Day Fiance, because I, I remember seeing it. I remember watching some of it. I didn't think, I didn't think the other one they clearly had show. footage of her before, and yeah. I had not seen her. She was on I mean, it before, how, how and it was, before? I watched it. It was because they were on a 90 Day Fiance before, but I don't think it was called The Other Way. I think The Other Way is a new branded show. Well, this is season two of The but Other Way. But they haven't met. Oh, it was? All right, yes. well, whatever. Season they definitely had met. Because, 
All right. Well, let's, let's Odie, start to talk yeah, about they, Sandy. They, okay, let me tell you what happened with Jenny, Jenny, and Samit, Jenny and Samit because I know what happened with them. So she went to India. Uh, she was living there. They met online. First, he and this, I meant to Google this beforehand, but first, he catfished her. Number one. Yes, yes, but this is what they're talking about like, in the episode. They haven't shown this yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. they did, Odie. Yeah, they Pay did. attention. You they got did. glasses on for the first time I've ever yeah. seen. You gotta fucking so, clean those things off. <laughs> so he, I didn't this, watch the whole episode. This really. is Odie's Clark Kent persona where he comes across as, as quasi-mentally uh, handicapped. So, <laughs> the, so Samir or Samit had catfished her, and then he's like, but I love you, I guess. And she's like, oh, well, good. I love you, too, because look at her and just look at she's a 61 year old woman with gobble neck. So, of course, anything and anyone that pays attention to her, she's going to be like, wonderful. So she goes, they talk. She moves to India for him, which we found out in this episode, by the way, when she moved to India, she had six thousand six whole thousand dollars in savings. And moved to India and went through 4000 the last time, only to find out that he was still married. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Just a second there, Professor. So wait, I, heard, I didn't hear the 6000 I heard her say she cleaned out her 401k, right? Yes, she did. So no, she's no, she, six, she went she went to the accountant in this episode. $6,000 in her 401k. No, 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 no. She went to <laughs> the take the build up. She went to the accountant in this episode to clean out early clean out her 401k at a 30% penalty. She before just used her savings, which 61 years old, $6,000. <laughs> well, not made of the best of wrong decision. Yeah. Okay, what do you think? Well, she, before she went to India, she was series. sleeping on her daughter's couch uh, Ugh, at 61 yeah. years old. Can we is, talk about her daughter's eyebrows? What the fuck is up with their daughter's eyebrows? They are. Oh, uh, that's terrible. not what I was thinking about at her daughter, but I feel bad for her daughter. She seemed nice. I love how Brian just focuses on features of people. It sucks. It zooms in on out of me. I couldn't get away from her eyebrows when they were at the gym. I was like, "How are you looking at her? Did she have cleft palate?" Yeah, but I but I don't. I don't. don't, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna bring up the cleft palate. Fun of her, but I'm like, you you see it, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not not gonna mention it. You're gonna make fun of her eyebrows. Yeah, because her eyebrows are controllable, and I think superior. I think her eyebrows are tattooed on Chola style, and it it looks horrible. So that I can make fun of. I'm not gonna bring up the poor girl had a cleft palate. She's a beautiful girl with a cleft palate. I, she seemed nice enough. I'm not saying anything bad about her. Yeah, Rico I was this you. Eyebrows. Uh, I thought you were going to say that she was a lesbian, and I was going to like be like, hey, Rico, this is 2020, buddy. Oh, she was a lesbian? I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, this chick, and then I like, she, she spent $40,000, or, or $4,000 living in India, because God knows Samit doesn't have a job, and now Samit owes $20,000 to his wife, for getting divorced from her, and apparently ha- she has abuse allegations against against him, which are still pending. Wait, he doesn't have a job? No. no just- he lives with his parents. <laughs> He's looking for that mid management. Well, did, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he meet her working in a call center? Is that part true of the story? Uh, he might have. He might have met her while work while working at a call center. So Samita is an amazing character. Yeah. I, I can't like she keeps forgiving him for the most ridiculous lies. <laughs> One, he's some ripped guy from London, but he's actually a fat Indian. Then, is he, the, is he well, also the Williams? Yeah. How, many, how many of the Williamses are happening? What here? was the second lie that he like 
didn't oh, live that, with his parents or something? That he was divorced, I think. No, no. That was the, the third lie. Oh, okay. He was even married. She's like, oh, and then I found out he's married. But the second lie was like he went with his parents or something. Oh, yeah. Well, after, got- after you forgive someone for catfishing you at that point, <laughs> anything, whatever. I mean, it's all out the window at that point. <laughs> this guy, he can't respect her at all. Yeah, true. Well, uh, by the way, did you love how Jenny finally smartened up a little bit? And she's like talking to him and she's supposed to be going back there in a week. And she's like, okay, so, you know, are your parents there? Do you, are your parents okay with me coming? Do she didn't smarten uh, up. Uh, no, no, well, she, she asked him. What's funny is though, she asked him. She asked him. She's like, Can you, I want them to come in and say that like, they know I'm coming oh. and they're okay. And he's like, okay, give me two minutes. And I'm just expecting him to go back and frantically shave his beard off and put a wig on. <laughs> he's like going to miss his doubtfire. He's come back in. And, oh, oh, yes, we can't wait to see you. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he? What was he doing? You know, he's just in the other room, like banging pots and pans around, you know, like, hey, mama, oh. daddy, you want to come talk to her? No. Like, what the fuck is he doing? He's, he's getting the scissors and he's cutting the uh, electricity. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it like India. Just- it does no electricity. <laughs> It's so fucking ridiculous. Oh, God. So funny. Um, So they're fantastic. Uh, You know, as far as my power couple rankings, we haven't gotten to the Thai couple, right? Because that looks amazing. Those look fantastic. I like that they teased her. The girl's like, I can't believe he did that. He he has to have banged a Thai prostitute or something like that, right? Yeah, so that that one's gonna be good. Uh, well, hold on, Kevin, wait, wait. Just before we go on off submit, can I throw out a, a theory real quick? So, did you see submit hanging out with his friends? Like, there's mm-hmm. that one scene, and all of his friends are much better looking than he is. I did not recall that scene. Okay, so he's there playing uh, cricket, right? And he's got a bunch of friends there. So, my theory is that. Samit is the guy who jumps on the grenade all the time because his friends are so much better looking. And he's become so mentally conditioned to jumping on the grenade of the club for them that he now just automatically jumps on grenades and thus explains his relationship with Jenny. Jumps on grenades from 8,000 miles away or whatever it is. <laughs> it's a big grenade. <laughs> it's a global world, man. Like, you know where the grenades are coming from. I I don't understand his motivation. I I didn't hear the part where he she only had like six thousand dollars in savings. I thought oh, like yeah. well obviously he's no now she from, has two thousand dollars in savings. So I I have no idea what he's what his end game is because I don't know it's just amazing how desperate people are. I I am so amazed by it. Like you There's can't like find forty billion people that live in India. You can't find one girl. He I mean, had one girl, and apparently he didn't like her. I think I 40, see this 40 billion might be a tad high. Yeah, don't you want to see his 20, wife? Like, how could she be so much worse than Jenny? Yeah. How many stump like, arms and legs marriage. does she have? It's just like, God. I also liked at the end of it when she's talking to the accountant, and the guy's just like, she's telling him what he's doing. She's, he's just like, oh, wow. Why does she have Holy an accountant? Smokes. Can we just, talk about this? Who has an accountant when they only have $6,000 in savings? What, <laughs> what the fuck do you need an accountant for? <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. Anyway. It's like, going to, it's like going to the doctor after you've already been diagnosed with every possible terminal illness. What can you do for me? <laughs> I'm scheduled to die tomorrow. Can you help? <laughs> yeah. um, who is the next best couple? 
I mean, there was what three or four couples today. I I think the next best has to be Ariana, uh, the 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 fucking idiot princess of privilege, the daughter of a doctor and a a trauma center nurse that went off to Argentina and Ariella. Ariella, yeah, that chick fucking Argentina. She's yeah. So her story. I was getting so so mad. Wait, watching. is that the Ethiopia guy? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. She so just this, gotten divorced and was looking yeah. to explore different sides of herself and the world when she met twenty year twenty nine year old boyfriend. Good luck saying that name. Biniam. Biniam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep notes so I remember who these people are from. Yeah, I, I am too. Biniam. Yeah, she's twenty eight. I don't know how old Bini Biniam is. Twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Okay. So, but yeah, the the origin was that she went to. Her parents took her on a vacation because, again, this is like a child of exceptional privilege. Grew up in Princeton, which is by where I grew up, by the way. And father's also a, doctor, a child right? of exceptional privilege. Brian McWilliams. <laughs> That's me. No, no, I lived in Yardley, uh, Yardley Morrisville, down the road. Not, not quite as nice. So she goes to Argentina on vacation with her parents and is like, "I'm staying. I love it here." So she does. Gets married to some uh, some jerk off after six months. And then lived, stayed with him for 10 years, but they were separated the last three years. So she stayed with him for seven years. Apparently, he was uh, not a great guy. And then after that, she traveled the world, which, again, I don't know what this chick does. Probably nothing. Probably daddy and mommy center money. But she travels the world and ends up in Ethiopia, where she meets a guy who I think is the Mighty Quinn, if you remember that movie, because of his acrobatic kung fu stylings. Nope. And then gets knocked up by a guy in Ethiopia. Can I pause you right here? And I don't know anything about her first husband, but me personally, if I'm ever, and I'm kind of old for this, but if I say I ever get married and then I get yourself short Rico, then I ever get divorced. And well, we my, can definitely see that happening. And my, <laughs> you're never too young to get, you're never too old to be divorced, Rico. <laughs> oh, that would happen in two, three months max. <laughs> so anyways, so say my ex is the next thing I hear about my ex-wife is, Oh, she's pregnant and she's moving to Ethiopia. I would, that would be the happiest I could be. Yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't w- wish like, like if she got like, you know, like, Oh, she's engaged to an NBA fucking star who makes $25 million a year. You're like, God damn it. I can't believe so fucking mad. Right. <laughs> but you're like, Oh, you're moving to Ethiopia. Oh, good luck. Oh no, no. That just be like, that would be the best possible situation. But, it, for- but then it gets better in that, She's like, oh, and you're pregnant, and you're what? Oh, you're going to have the baby. You're going to go back to Ethiopia to have the baby, you say. Ah, because that makes total sense. Rather than having the baby in the United States. Glad to hear everything's going well. (laughs) And the kid will be a citizen of the United States. So there's that, too. Wish you the best. <laughs> I hope to see your updates on Facebook. You know what? You know what? I'll pay for I'll pay for the birth. It's on me as a parting gift. What is it? Thirty dollars, forty dollars? I'll send it to you. Yeah, I like this chick is so fucking stupid, man. Could you believe that? That she's she's like, I want to have the baby in Ethiopia so that both parents can be there. It's like, have him fly to you for two weeks to vacation. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, if her parents have all this money, why would they not just fly the parents from Ethiopia? Well, maybe they couldn't get a visa. That's well, still, well, yeah, yeah, that doesn't if, happen. If you go and you're like, my child's father is in Ethiopia, like people can still come to visit from Ethiopia. You can get a visa to visit. 
I don't know. I see on Especially these you know, ninety-day shows, people get blocked with visas all the time. Yeah, but like if a doctor, if a prominent Princeton doctor is going to sponsor him, and she's got a ba- an Ethiopian well, baby in her belly, hey, come on, you're not going to be able to get that over. And also, I love how her father's a doctor, and her family friend is her obstetrician. She's like, oh yes, we've known him for years. So again. Instead of having a family friend deliver the baby, Dr. Dr. fucking chest hair, who needs to rein it in, um, having the baby, let's fly back to Ethiopia. I like that people in her uh, prenatal yoga class were like, yeah, I'm going to come to the U.S. because obviously they had the but uh, you're going to Ethiopia. I'm sure that's a good idea, too. Yeah, like the chick was like, what, half Japanese? And she was like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I'm rather here because, you know, they have all the medicine. <laughs> like she's like, ah, you have medicine? You need that. Familiar yeah. with uh, how medicine works? <laughs> I'm like fun. laughing at her. Maybe you will get that epidural. <laughs> Maybe you'll win the lottery over there and get that epidural injection. Good luck. Uh, I mean, legit. Like who? The nurse in Ethiopia could very well be the shaman from the monkey king, or the monkey shaman from the Lion King. That may actually be the, the nurse. Uh yeah. So that is that- not a racist statement. <laughs> not. Let's be very clear. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I am talking the literal shaman from The Lion King. Uh, maybe this will be the episode we get banned. We almost got banned before we even started, but... Well, we didn't get banned. We just had got banned. delay approval from... Uh, that was delayed because I didn't mark the uh, podcast explicit in the RSS feed. It's, do they have someone that listens to these to make sure? Yes, yes. His no, name they, is Tim. No. He listens to every single podcast. <laughs> Tim, he is king of podcasts. It's like the Twitter fact checker. <laughs> like, if you look at every fact. If your podcast has rejected enough times, uh, he emails you personally and tells you a list of his demands. You have to send him brownies and a vintage 70s pornography. All right. Who is, I guess... My next most interesting uh, people were the uh, Yazan and Brittany. Yeah. Because Brittany is her oldest guy dated was 85. Wait, I missed that. What? What? Yeah. She's like, well, I, I, you know, after my first boyfriend, he didn't treat me well. So I was basically like, you know what? You need to be a little bit more mature to date me. So basically, if you're under the age of 45, don't even talk to me. And someone, uh, and she's like, the oldest guy I dated, mm, 85. It's like Mr. Burns. <laughs> okay. And her that dad, is- her dad had an interesting way of talking because he was smiling ear to ear with every statement he made. I which, didn't even, I didn't even see her dad talk. What was I doing during what this? What are you What's talking about? Let's see any depressants. Yeah. <laughs> she like told him, she's like, he's a single dad. She always lived with him. And she's like, uh, yeah, so I'm going to wherever the fuck Jordan. Jordan, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm going to Jordan, and uh, I think I'm gonna stay there. I'm I'm gonna live there. We're gonna get married. Like, great. Yeah. Do you think that's the greatest idea? I raised you as a single father and sacrificed half my life for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. His hemorrhoids are exploding in his ass. So she's also a rapper. Oh, I missed this too. How did I miss this? She actually, she's better than the guy in 90 Day Fiance, like season three or whatever. He lived in Washington and he uh, 
Marry the girl from the Philippines. I don't know. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? No, nah, I don't remember. He had a rap career, and it was as good as uh, Yamir from season two from uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, good old, oh, good old Yamir. Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? They did not last. Uh, no, after she made him move to Bumblefuck, Indiana, somewhere. Yeah. Like, why yeah. would she just move to Chicago? What the fuck's your problem? Yeah. She's like, I can't leave my mom behind for your Look, career. Two hours away. Are- Thanks for moving here, and it's a security blanket. And yeah, but by the me. way, she goes all the way to Nicaragua to meet a guy. That's no issue. <laughs> I know. You can't go to freaking Chicago. She makes him move. Up. Thanks for moving from Nicaragua for me. I can't move 100 miles away, though, from my parents. I can't do it. Won't do it, in fact. We'll actually, I will actually divorce you if you uh, try to make me. Yeah, what a fucking piece of shit that chick was. <laughs> Horrible, horrible <laughs> piece of shit. Oh, I got something I want to put on my, my tombstone, by the way, is when she's uh, asking, she's like, she's like, so, you know, how's it going to work out with Islam and me and Jordan? And the guy's like, Islam, it's so good, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Can I move there? Can I move there to live with you? Because... You won me I, over. My heart melted. A, uh, a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got braces. And apparently the people who date her like the braces because there's no issues there. That's very weird. 85-year-old. Yeah. Did the 85-year-old buy her the braces? I would assume so. Because yeah, I could see that. There was a lack of follow-up questions. It tells you about the media these days. I'm going to buy you these braces, and I'm going to call you Shirley Temple, and you're going to dance around with a lollipop. So what happened to the 85-year-old? Is he still with us? We do not know. (laughs) Fucked to death, (laughs) apparently. We do not know yet. That was on on the show 90-year-old fiancé. Fucked to death. (laughs) There's so many 90-day fiancés. That's a great one. Every We should start that. 90-year-old fiancé and then just see how many of them end up being fucked to death. Probably a lot of rich 90-year-old guys who would line up. We think about the concept of that show. 90-day... Like ninety day for ninety year old fiancés are like we don't know if we got ninety days. <laughs> we get it. it's done. Thirty days and ninety years. <laughs> I'll pitch it. I know I have a guy at A and E. I'm going to pitch it to him tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, I just it's just so funny that I love like hey, I was watching it with my wife and she's just like she kept hinting that it's like oh there's something that they don't know. And, you know, my wife immediately, she's like, oh, she's know. married. That, that, that Yaz, wait, is it Yazlan? Yazlan, like Aslan. Y- Yazan. Yazan. Like Yazan. Yazan. It's Azan from uh, Azan and Nicole fame, but with a Y in the front. Oh, there you go. So Yazan is, uh, I like that he doesn't know that she's still married, which was, which was obvious that was coming, right? Did anybody not see that, that she was still going to be married coming? Wait, who's still married? Britney's still married, man. Britney's married. So Brittany's the guy's married. not dead then. Wait, she was married? Where the yeah, fuck she, I see, didn't from? you watch the end of the episode? She went to a, a chick at the end. I even wrote it down because the, the, the girl with braces is married? The girl with braces got married. What? This is news to me. Yes. How do you miss it? You got that she was a rapper and was married to an 85-year-old, but you missed the fact that she's Why is she married with her dad? Because what? Because she was married. Okay, so here's what happened. I wrote it down. Her ex, so she married a guy young who was from Haiti, right? The dude moved moved here from Haiti when he was three. Then 
uh, ICE came and deported him when he was like 22 or something. What the hell? And then, and so this is like, like three years ago, right? And she's like, it just, you know, he got deported like three months after we were married. And I just forgot that I got married. And I'm like, three years isn't that long a time ago, by the way, to forget oh, that he's fucking disgusted. married. He's got so then she's enough. been lying to uh, Yaz, Yazan and his family about it because, you know, he wants to get married right away. But she's like, yeah, you know, so I kind of like need to get divorced. But of course, she doesn't do this earlier. She waits to get to, to go to the, the fucking lawyer. And her husband, her, his still husband in Haiti is in fucking Haiti. So you have to go with the Haiti government now. And she goes Does to the Haiti lawyer. have a government? How do you get divorced from Yeah, it's, uh, it's um, <laughs> the guy from uh, the Fujis. He runs it. Wyclef Jean? Wyclef Jean runs it. Is he to, from Haiti? You have to write Wyclef Jean a letter and ask him to <laughs> approve your divorce. <laughs> so, a, pretty a sure rap. he's not from Haiti. but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't um, think so either. And he's like, she goes, dear uh, Wyclef, can I get a divorce? He's like, sorry, I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. Yeah, there we go. Um, that was okay. terrible. Okay. We're going to get so, to the bottom of this. Is Wyclef anyway, from Haiti? Let's figure this out. Yeah, Wyclef is, he's, yes, because he supports Haiti. He was trying to like, has charities, which he stole money from apparently. Doesn't mean he's from there. Is he the Clintons? He is the Haiti Clintons. Uh, okay. We're not okay. getting political. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> he, is, anyway. He, is from, he is from Haiti. He's I told the, you that. Anyway, point being, she goes to this lawyer and she's like, I need to get a divorce for my husband. And the lawyer's like, that ain't going to happen in a week, which is when you go to Jordan and you're supposed to get married in like two days. And uh, the producers were like, hey, so, you know, how complicated would it be if she went to Jordan and got married? And she'd be like, and the lawyer was like, it'd be pretty complicated. It would be bigamy. And then she started laughing. And I started laughing. And then we were Where all the laughing. fuck was this? I, I, it was at the, the, the TLC app. Cut this all out. That's impossible because it was a very big plot point. You must have been doing something else. With that might about. be part of this. I think Brian, I think you watched two episodes. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Maybe I did, but they all, I thought they were all mushed into one for me. They no. might have been. They might have done a double double episode. Oh, so I got all sorts of information. You I think, guys I think you did. Yeah, I think that's oh, wow. there's no way I missed all of this. I mean, I could have missed a little bit of it because I okay, saw there was well, two episodes. You, you missed some prodigious like, shit then. So I guess prodigious. for next week we gotta watch two episodes. Of oh, this. so what? Okay, so I guess we just have to end it here. But then, but then everybody's gonna be so far ahead of us now. Then there's gonna be another episode. Should I just fill you in on this shit? Yeah, no. sure. No, I think that's easier. Well, we didn't even own fault you know, for not watching. You know what? It. it is not my fault because you said it started Monday. One, we've been talking for over an two, hour. Well, it's a two-parter. How, how long does this episode need to be? And we haven't even gotten. I, I say next week we talk about episodes two and three of this show. Well, we only have then, one more. There's only Kenneth and Armando to talk about that's left. I wish I could say I have to get up for work tomorrow, but yeah, we all know you don't. So it's like, do. that's like 15 minutes. So why don't we, why don't we finish it up? Then we can, then we can move on to episode three. You guys catch up and we'll be on episode three for next show. Deal. Fine. What, okay. well, I think you've already told us. So you, but there's still people coming that I haven't seen yet. Like, I haven't what, seen that. I haven't seen the girl that's moving to Thailand. No, neither have I. That's what I said. I haven't seen them yet either. So that's, I'm not sure if you guys, if anyway, so you, you know, you saw Kenneth and Armando though, right? Kenneth, the 57-year-old. Who does couple. Kenneth remind you of 100%? A person the guy that, from Mythbusters. I don't know. No. A person you know, we both know, he likes to play pool. 
all the time. Oh yeah, he's totally Eric. Yeah, he's totally hundred percent. Like stretched out Eric. Yeah, yeah, completely. The hair, the eyes. He looks great though. Kenneth looks great for his age. Fifty-seven. He, he looks, looks younger than me. He looks amazing, and Good he's dating you, Armando, a thirty-one-year-old guy in Mexico. And uh, I so gave it you know, Kenneth and Armando, both gay, obviously. And Kenneth though looks great. Twist part: only one's gay. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, so he raised four kids, though. So many kids between the two of them. I know. They have five kids between the two it's of like them. It's like the Brady Bunch for gay yeah. people. But Kenneth's kids are old. And did you see? Here's what pissed me off, though. Did you see the fucking guilt trip that one of Kenneth's daughters, this this uh, one bitch yeah. daughter of his was giving him, where the guy's like literally helped raise her sons. He's already raised four kids on his own. He's 57. He just wants to go have some, so in the twilight of his life, live and have have a wonderful relationship with this this younger Mexican dude. She's giving him the hard guilt trip on fucking going and being happy after he supported her. And she's like, I mean, I, I wrote it down. It was pissing me off so bad. She's like, you're, you're a, a, a father to him, a father to Cooper. And, you know, you're my support. And it's like, yeah, he's your financial support. Go get yourself a fucking husband or a boyfriend or something and stop guilt tripping your goddamn dad into staying I think that's, quite, that's quite a callous attitude. I understand where she's coming Dude, from. Dude, fuck her. I don't think she was. Her father's fuck, leaving. Fuck her. When's she going to see him again? I don't he think has, she he's not be. going to Mars. He's going to fucking Mexico. It's a four-hour <laughs> flight. Might as well be Mars. Can you even travel to Mexico right now? But she's like making him cry and really like playing it up in the heartstrings. Oh, you love me there for me. It's like, girl, you're 23. You can't, you, I'm sure he'll send you money back. Don't worry. You're not going to be out on the streets. Like, fucking live your life and stop ruining his. I'm questioning his financial decisions as well. Selling the house to move to Mexico and give it to Armando, who's also, why are they moving? He's not going to give it to Armando. He's uh, moving he's in with Armando. It to him. Hey, Armando, by the way, is a dog. What is it called? A dog, dog resort. Entre- a dog resort entrepreneur. Because apparently, Mexico does not like gays, but does love dog resorts. What is a dog resort? You're talking about like doggy daycare. Like Armando owns a dog resort. Yeah, like a doggy daycare boarding thing. But it's kind of weird that he's got this whole complex with his family. Like, they all still live together. And they have this, like, business complex. They have, like, their own little business park. Where you go in, his, his like, sister has, like, a little popsicle stand. And he's got the dog daycare. And I don't know what his dad does. It's interesting. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. And guess where Kenneth is from, Rico? Ohio. Ohio. I noted that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> All the best characters are from Ohio. 70% of 90 Day Fiance characters are from Ohio. Ohio and Florida is all of all of 90 Day Fiance except the one girl from Princeton. So <laughs> Ohio people have a special quality. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so what other what other things do you have to say about Kenneth and Armando? And then I'll fill you in on shit that maybe I know and maybe you don't later on. Did you uh, see? So what, what's the backstory with Kenneth? He was married. I no, assume. he wasn't married. Kenneth, no. I, I don't think Kenneth, uh, Kenneth's actually pretty impressive. I think he was in real estate development, never married, but wanted to have kids, right? So he had a. Uh, yeah, so this son. was an interesting story about uh, yeah, Kenneth, where he's like, Yeah, my friend said, Yeah, she'd help me out because I want kids. And uh, so it sounded like she was artificially inseminated with his sperm, but she got 
Triplets. Triplets. Boom. That, oh that shows you for being a nice person. Yeah, seriously. Triplets. Can you imagine? Well, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll have that's your like baby. A major, that's a major health hazard, man. I mean, yeah, triplets. No shit. triplets. Yeah. It's like giving birth to puppies. That was, was like, oh. Well. Yeah, but yeah, he raised them. He raised them on his own. He raised four kids on his own. And that's what I'm saying. Like, dude raises four kids on his own. And then that's why his daughter is such a piece of shit for like guilty him into staying and raise another kid. I think you're a little harsh on the daughter. I think she's probably just- why he has no money. I mean, you said he didn't sell his house to do it because he's raising four kids, probably pay well, for him to go to college. And he and does have paying money. For the grandsons. Oh, he definitely has money, especially going to Mexico. Like, your money goes a lot longer there. Well, let's so, ask our man on the street there. Yeah. Oh, do you see Armando's sweet little rat tail he had when he was a child? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> One of those pictures? <laughs> awesome. Did not notice. Armando, uh, I, though, his backstory, married eight years pretending to be straight in the closet and had a daughter before. So this is biological. Like, not, I, don't know, I guess it's not biological is not the right word. But, well, it is his biological daughter, but. That would be the right word. Conce- <laughs> Yeah, daughter. naturally conceived daughter because he had his wife for eight years. And then his story sucks, though. So his wife died, I guess, in a car wreck after they after he told her she was gay. Or he was gay. Not she was gay. <laughs> hey, you're gay. gay. <laughs> guess what? You're gay. Get out. Uh, no, after he Let's told make her- this tragic death humorous by saying you're gay. <laughs> Laugh at it. Oh, God. Why am I laughing? Sad. Sad story. So he said he was gay. And then, uh, yeah, then, like, I guess, I don't know how long after, a couple months later, she died in a car wreck, uh, which sucks. And then, oh, here's the thing that's fucked up, too. So he tells his wife he's gay, and his wife calls his mom in the room and is like, guess what? Your son just told me he's gay. And the mom is, like, crying and freaking out, and Armando went back into the closet. And now his his family never talked about it until now. How did he go back in? Ah, never mind. I, I, I think they. I think they all just were like, "Let's just pretend it never happened." Hmm. So, were you? I'm not gonna say I'm disappointed by the Kenneth story. Okay, it was a it was a nice story about him coming out, but it was it was definitely a swerve. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah. I wrote an eight page letter to my parents. <laughs> then they called me. And they were fine with it. I was like, oh. I, I, had, I had the exact same <laughs> note like, written down. I was like, oh, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, what up, a fucking up bait through seven pages. Nice. Up through seven pages. And he built it up, too. He's like, you know, my dad, hard-working, blue-collar, yeah. coal-digging man. Coach. And yeah, football coach, really into it. Always told me, fuck all the chicks you can. Totally fine with me being gay. No problems at all. <laughs> yeah, it was really a bait and switch there. I was like, oh, huh. Okay, well, that's good. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Armando's family, though, this is where they, they, they left us at a cliffhanger. He told his sister that he's gay. Did you see that part or not? I did not. Nope. Okay. There was so he told barely anything about Armando. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, Armando lied to his family about all the camera crew being there, and he told them they were making a document about life in Mexico, as if anybody's <laughs> paying for that. <laughs> they so, <believe> it. <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, great! Well, we'll wear all our, we'll wear our nicest uh, sombreros." <laughs> so anyway, he lied to them about that, and then he has to come clean, and it's like he's telling the camera crew that, and I was like, "Jesus, man." Okay, so now he has to tell the camera crew, not only, or he has to tell his family, not only that the camera crew is not a documentary, 
about Mexico life, but it's a fact a documentary about him actually becoming gay and moving in with his oh, his hey. lover. And so now he has to come out to them again, all over again, but in front of cameras. So that should be uncomfortable. Uh, but he did tell his sister. He told her at the popsicle st- at the popsicle stand, <laughs> where, uh, where all good conversations happen over popsicles. And uh, is this Arrested Development or <laughs> it's, there's always there's always money in the popsicle stand, Armando? <laughs> So uh, it went pretty well. It was kind of like they're both crying. It was a good little scene. And she said like, oh, it was hard because you were living a lie. And he's like, well, I was living a lie because you weren't accepting me. And they, they, she said she's supportive. So that worked out well. And then it ended, though, on the cliffhanger of him saying now he has to tell his parents. So that's where the episode ended. We still have not seen the Brazilian or the Thai people. We've still not seen the Korean people. And the oh, Korean one I'm excited for because the, the Korean uh, husband is just a total drunken lunatic. And it's great. <laughs> he seems fantastic. I can't wait oh, to yeah. meet him. He's, you're going to see some red-faced, good, good old-fashioned super Asian drunk happening, and it's going to be awesome because Koreans right. like to drink. Well, I got some homework to do. Drinking? Yeah, that and watching season or episode two. There's so much a lot, 90 a lot, day. A lot of work. A lot of work to do. Nah, luckily, <sighs> I'm not. Luckily, I'm not busy. It's enjoyable work. All right. Last final thoughts. All right. Well, so I'm my final thoughts is I'm kind of slogging through below deck a little bit. I mean, it's just not doing it for me yet. Alara's no. a total bitch. She's the only one interesting so far. Rob. Rob has some good stories. We'll see if he has more uh, screen time, but this season of uh, what the, the other way is going to be fantastic. I can't wait. I, I really don't see Rob coming through with good stories. He sees a male model. I mean, we said last he drives episode, drugs to the airport. Zoom. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. did you forget about him driving drugs to the airport, John? Did you forget about the fact that they used to have yeah. surprise parties for his alcoholic uh, mother, where they would give her booze as a, as a surprise. And then I guess we're not surprised when she died. That's just like, like you said. That's a sad story. So it is a sad gonna, story, but it is a story. It's not going to make him an exciting character. No, and he also comes across my my wife calls him the corpse bride because he's just like very deadpan in his delivery. Okay, well, sure, but yeah, I agree. Below deck's still not grabbing me. They need Lara. They have to keep her on the show, I guess. She's the only person keeping yeah, that's anything why interesting. That's why the cat is like, yeah, we can't keep her off. What, like, the uh, they're advertising. Obviously, they're advertising targeting like yes we're going to keep laura in the show keep watching so they have that big scene at the end where they call in captain sandy with, yeah. with hannah but but they let it like you know they, they cut it off and show you what happens but then they show you on next episode and laura's all over the place it's like well i guess yeah. she's like in fire it's laura like duke basketball because the ncaa tournament every year you're like oh i fucking want duke to lose i want him to lose in the first round i want him to lose in the second round and then they lose and you're like oh i don't have anyone to root against yeah so true. That's kinda, we want laura to be fired because she's such a bitch but then if she gets fired are we really hurting ourselves that's a good point uh, will, the world will be a darker place is laura our coach k <laughs> yeah, she really is god i hate him something to think about yeah all right <laughs> Far too long of an episode. I thought these were going to be 30 minutes. And yeah, was... let's cut that back next week. Well, yeah, well, let's, let's try our best to cut it back next week and see. I'd say, I'd say 45 minutes should be the target. 
Half an hour is a little too quick for two two well, show recaps. We can't spend twenty minutes on Stassi. Uh, the well, we can't th- spend twenty minutes on fucking hose stories, can we? we? Can I'll, I'll try to have another I would one. Much next rather week. have hose stories than talk about Stassi again. Well, oh. unless Stassi does something horrible, then we have to talk about. Then Wait, don't worry about it till I try to install a, a shower piping system this week. Is that are you really doing gonna, that? Not gonna I, I'm going no. to. I'm going to try. I've been waiting for my parts. Way. From mowing for a week. Are you actually? Are you op- are you putting it in the wall, or no. are you just screwing it into? Are you it's just a shower? No, head? no, 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 no. It's 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 going deep in there, buddy. It's oh, there's some piping God. and some hot. I, I had to go to a store to figure out what part I actually need. Anyways, <laughs> I'll share it so badly. I can't wait. I can't wait can, to hear it. Can you record this? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Right. We need, can you record audio? If not, video? I did suffer an injury already trying to do this you're just making this longer save it for next I week, know. buddy. I, 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 all right what's our what's our sign off uh i don't do remember. We have one no all right well see you oh. bravo beer bye how's <laughs> <laughs> it goodbye <laughs> hey, yo. who is a dance next week we die